Welcome into Devori Darkens Live podcast show, episode number 154. And in today's show, we're completing this three-part series. What is it exactly? Well, I've been sharing the steps you should be taking to achieve the success that you really want. I know there's something you truly want to achieve. There's no question about it. You may not talk about it. You may feel you have nobody to share it with. But I know when you wake up in the morning and throughout the day, you're always thinking that there's something you really want. But where do you start? Well, that's what we've been doing this week. And tonight, I'm going over the third and final step to helping you actually pull it off. So if you haven't seen those prior episodes, then I would go back on the YouTube channel and you can watch them. Uh, uh, second step and the first step, which second step was yesterday. And the first step was on uh, Monday to, to be exact. So those numbers would be episode number 152 and 153 for organizational purposes. Now, uh, that's what we're talking about today, and we're going to help you get there. And like we always do, we start with purpose. There is a purpose to why I do this podcast show. Well, my purpose is to help you become successful. That's why I wake up in the morning. That's why I do the things that I do. And that's why I don't run out of energy doing this. Why? Because I'm very passionate about this and I happen to be very good at the same time. And that's what purpose is all about. You take what you're great at and you put it together with something you're passionate with. And that's what you dedicate your life to doing. Well, if you don't know what that is for you, then you can go to the link in my bio and download uh, what I call the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. And it comes with a free video training where it shows you exactly um, how to use this cheat sheet to discover your life purpose. Again, you can go to the link in my bio and download uh, the Purpose Finder cheat sheet. Secondly, I always have this and I love saying this because this is exactly what happens to me. Every time I do this show, someone ends up scheduling a call, usually, I don't know, two, three, four different people um, because they're looking for what exactly? Accountability. Uh, they're looking for mentorship. So if you're that person that feels that way, maybe you've read all the books, you know the books I talk about, maybe you've read them yourself, maybe you tried to read them, didn't complete it, uh, maybe you know what exactly what you should be doing with your life, you know what steps you should be taking, but you're not taking them, you're still stuck, and you're not making the progress you want, that means you're, it's time for a mentor. It's time for someone to come in and really support you and help you take those steps. Well, if that's you, all you gotta do is go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. And on that call, we'll figure out if I can actually help you because I don't know that for a fact until I talk to you. Uh, but that will be the purpose of that call. Again, if you're looking for accountability and mentorship, just go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Also, we kind of silently launched this uh, a week ago and we had actually a group of people who signed up. Uh, we're doing a weekly mentorship call. So if you want to get mentored by me, but this is in a group setting, it's not one-on-one, -on -one, by the way, which still is good. Um, I do it Saturdays uh, early in the morning. So really good for people who are in a different time zone than I am. I'm in California. Um, this weekly mentorship call is a call where you come and whatever questions you want me to answer, I'll answer them. Uh, it comes with a free uh, access to the Purpose Finder cheat sheet, of course, and and also uh, some curriculum that comes with it, which I call the blueprint method, which doesn't matter what that's all about. But here's the point. You show up to these mentor calls. It's a way for you to get started when it comes to mentorship. Uh, that link is also in my bio and in the description of this YouTube video. Now, with all that said, I know that was a lot. What is the third step towards 
achieving the success that you want. Well, in order to understand what the third step is, let's go back to the very beginning. The very first step towards achieving the success that you want is exactly what Wallace D. Waddles wrote in The Science of Getting Rich, which is a book that was published in 1908. What he said was this, your way of doing things is the direct result of the way that you think about things. Now, let's paraphrase that. Your perception of yourself, your perception of your life, your perception of your goals is what's contributing to the behavior that you have. So if you're not making or taking the actions you want, if you're not achieving the success you want, you're not experiencing the progress, the happiness, the fulfillment, I guarantee it comes down to your perception, the way that you think about things. And guess what? The way that you think about things, that has been conditioned. It's through repetition, the way you grew up, who you were around, society, technology, constantly, every single day with repetition, we are constantly being conditioned to think a certain way. And of course, when we're children, we have no say in that. We just have to accept. We have no ability to reject what's going on around us. So then when we become an adult, we're already thinking in a way that we were told to think. And a lot of that thinking is flawed. Like there's been plenty of times where your friends, your family members, even some of your teachers or religious leaders told you what you could not do in your life, who you were not, what was impossible. And that's what they said because they were speaking from a place of fear. And that became a permanent idea in your mind. So that's the way that you see things. And that's why things are the way that they are. So this leads to his statement that if you truly want to take the actions you want to take, you're going to have to develop the ability to think the way you want to think. You can no longer entertain opinions. You can no longer look at what has happened. you got to start bringing your attention to what you want to happen. What is it that you desire? That's where your attention has to go. You've got to move your attention away from people and what has happened and into the future. Well, that's why he says, if you plan on changing how you do things, you're going to have to change the way you think. That's the first step towards getting rich. To think the way you want to think, what does that mean? It means to think your own truth regardless of your physical results right now, regardless of the opinions your friends and your social media and your family and the news is giving you, regardless of the appearances, regardless of whatever happened in your past. You got to start thinking your own truth. You got to think the way you want to think. Meaning if you want more health, you want to feel happy, you want to live a fulfilled life, you got to think that way. You can't say, well, I really want to live a happy life, but then you keep waking up every single day and thinking angry thoughts. That's a contradiction. You can't do that anymore. That's why I always start my podcast off with what? Purpose. Because the only reason why someone would ever change the way that they think which is a challenging thing to do, is because they have a strong desire for something. They're fed up with their life. They don't want the results anymore. They're at, they're at their wits end. No more. I'm fed up. I want to think this way. I want to go in this direction now. All of us knows exactly what that feels like when you reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm, enough is enough. I'm, I'm going in this direction now. So, you know, whether that's you right now or maybe you're working your way towards that, the bottom line is the principle is always the same. You've got to think your own truth regardless of appearances, even though people say it's impossible, even though nobody in your family has ever accomplished it, even though your friends or your family or your parents may judge you for it. At the end of the day, you got to hold on to your own truth. You got to hold that. You got to concentrate on it. This leads to step number two, which we went into last night. That is now you got to get emotion involved in that thinking. 
It's not enough to just think about it. You got to start believing in it, meaning you got to become emotional about it because, and I broke this down yesterday, we don't act unless there's uh, an emotion behind that, meaning there's an emotion to avoid a loss or there's an emotion to gain a profit. We want something or we either want to avoid something. There's an emotion behind that. That's why I said about a minute ago, you reach a point where you're so fed up emotionally, not consciously, but emotionally, you're so fed up. You're like, I no longer want to lose anymore. I want to start winning. Or you've been winning and you're like, oh, I know I can win. I just need a couple of tweaks. And that's you. It doesn't matter. The principle is the same. You got to get emotion involved in what you're looking to accomplish. The problem is people are, are judged. They're criticized because they are emotional. And you're told, stop being so emotional. Stop being so sensitive. What they should have told you was, hey, yes, you're emotional, but you've got to get in control of those emotions and direct those emotions towards a goal, a purpose. We're going to be emotional regardless. The, the question is, what are you emotional about? Are you emotional about your purpose and your goals in a positive way? Or are you emotional about the past in a negative way? That's what we went through yesterday. Gave you clear steps. You got to go through forgiveness. You got to let the past go if you want to move into the future. Either way, you're going to have to emotionally become involved in thinking your own truth. That dream, that goal, that idea you have in your mind, you got to get emotional about it. You got to go all in emotionally, not logically, not rationally, not consciously, but emotionally. We make decisions based on emotion and then we justify them with logic, right? Well, if you're not emotional, you're not making any decisions. You're going to stay exactly where you are. That's why I said I always start with purpose. Purpose is an emotional thing. I'm very emotional about this podcast. Very emotional. I'm very passionate about this. I can do this all night until I pass out. That's how emotional I am about this. That's how emotional you should be. I'm not telling you to pass out, but I think you get what I'm saying, which leads to the third step. Now that you are emotionally involved, chances are your behavior will start to shift. Now, how do you kind of make sure that's happening and you speed that up? Well, I like keeping things very simple. I think there are things you should be doing from an action standpoint every single day, no matter what. They should be non-negotiable. I call these success activities. These are activities that are going to help you do what? Put yourself in a position to receive what it is that you want to begin with. Step number one was what? Thinking your own truth, regardless of the appearances. We're talking about thinking about what you want to happen. Okay. So what you want to happen, you got to put yourself in a position to receive it because as the law states, the law of cause and effect, what you give is what you receive. So if there's something we want, we don't go get it, we receive it, and we, re and we receive it through our actions. Listen, we've been trained uh, as Americans to look out just for ourselves, become very self-centered and don't care about anybody else and get ours. That's how people are trained. And every single time we think like that, what happens? We end up getting manipulated. We end up getting taken advantage of. That's what happens. Because that's the energy we're walking around with when we're trying to get things from people. Like there's some type of shortage. Like there really is a shortage of money. I mean, the government keeps printing money like there's no end to it. And you're walking around thinking there's not enough money to earn the money you want to live the lifestyle you truly desire. Are you kidding me? There's more than enough money to go around. And we're just talking about this country, 
not all of the countries in the world. There's no shortage of money. There's no shortage of opportunities. There's no shortage of jobs. There's no shortage of ideas. There's no shortage of an intimate partner that's out there, wife or husband. There's no shortage of positive friends that you want to associate with. There are no shortages. What happens is your mind lies to you and tells you that there are shortages because you're thinking from ignorance. There's no shortages. This world is based on abundance. There's no end to the universe. We don't even know how many planets there are. We can't even measure the size of the universe. And we're thinking lack is a realistic thing in our lives. Come on. It's straight up abundance. That's why you've got to already be thinking that way if you want your actions to show that. Like you're not going to move like this and operate like this in your life if you don't think this way. So when you come across someone who's moving and they're like on a mission and they're moving like there's a sense of urgency and they have a purpose, they've got goals, they've got an energy to them. Why is that? Because that's how they think. That's why I said change in your life does not start with the results. It doesn't start with the actions. It starts with the thoughts. You got to go there first. Thoughts, then the feelings, then the actions. And that's what we're talking about today, actions. So now that you've got, now, now that you're emotionally involved, you're inspired, you're enthusiastic, you're all in, you're like, screw it, I'm never going back, I'm doing this. Now we got to get clear on some success activities and things we're going to do regardless every single day because we are what we repeatedly do on a daily basis. So what we should be doing on a daily basis should be things that are what? Putting us in a position to receive what we want, doing things that move the needle, Things that actually create progress. You'll find that a lot of people today are busy being busy, accomplishing nothing. Let me say that again. There are people out there who are busy being busy, accomplishing nothing. They are busy doing research. They are busy doing comparisons. They are busy doing, they're analyzing. They're busy asking for opinions, but they are not busy on executing on the ideas they already have to move in the, in the direction of what they want. There's a huge difference. So I'm not just talking about action where you burn yourself out and you know, you've got to go balls to the wall and all this other stuff. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about strategic action here. I'm talking about action that is very intentional. Action that you know, okay, if I take this step, this is going to create progress. This is going to put me in a good position to receive what I'm asking for here. That's the actions I'm talking about. Now, everybody's different, and it's always based on the goal that you have for yourself. But let me give you a couple of ideas of what these activities could be, um, and some of them is what they should be. Number one is absolutely you should be doing gratitude every single day. There's no question. There's no question you should be doing a gratitude list every single day. Now, when I say that, I know what's happening. Oh, yeah, I heard that, Devore. Got it. But then you don't end up doing it. Why? Because you don't really understand gratitude in the way that I'm talking about it. I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for my cat and my dog. And no, I'm talking about being grateful for the things you want to shift in your life. You want to believe in yourself more? Write that down in a gratitude list. You want to find the job that you enjoy working for people that you get along with, write that in the gratitude list. You want a better relationship with your children, write that in the gratitude list. You want your personal growth to be easy and fast and fun, write that down in the gratitude list. Why? Without going too deep into it, your mind cannot tell the difference between what is real and what is fake. So whatever you repeatedly tell yourself with the emotion, the subconscious mind must accept it. 
So if you start telling yourself, I am so grateful that I start uh, that I've been making quicker decisions. I'm so grateful that I surround myself with positive people. I'm so grateful that I always have more money than I ever need. I'm so grateful that my health is in perfect condition. I'm so grateful that I work at a place that I love and I enjoy the people who are around me. If that's what you're writing down and you feel the emotion of that, what do you think your behavior is going to be? Well, number one, when you walk into the office, that's your energy. And if that's your energy, there must be a reaction to that. And the reaction must match your energy. That's why we had to go over the thoughts first. We had to go over the feelings first and then the actions. This is an activity I continue to do no matter what every single day. There's just anyone. If you know you should be doing gratitude and you haven't been doing it. I'm calling you out. Because it's the most simplest, powerful exercise, I believe, in the world. Because if you had what you wanted, if you were the person you wanted to be, what would be the primary emotion you would feel? You would feel gratitude. You'd be sitting there being like, oh, man, I'm just so grateful. Oh, I am just. That's exactly. That's how I feel every day. My wife and I. That's exactly how we. I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast. You're listening right now. And I know in my bones, in my heart, that this is improving your life. I know it. And I'm just so grateful for it because that's what I write down. Write it down every day. So one success activity that I think is non-negotiable is a gratitude list. The second one for sure is you got to write your goal down. Now, I'm not telling you got to write it down 100 times. What I'm telling you is... You got to write it down enough that you start to obsess over it. It starts to be, um, what would we say, um, it, it brings it to the front of your mind, right? When you write down the goal every day in the present tense, what are you doing? You're training your mind to focus on that goal. You can't just tell yourself, hey, here's my goal and then walk away and then that's it. No, you've got to continue to go back to it and repeat to yourself because what you're doing is you're telling your mind, hey, here's the target. Here's the goal. What's going, what, what people are doing incorrectly when it comes to goal achieving is one, they don't even write down the goal. They don't go back and think about it every day and they're constantly distracted. So they don't really give any energy to their goal. They give no attention to it. By writing the goal down every single day, you give attention to it. When you write the goal down every single day, it's like you're watering the plant in your backyard in the garden. You just planted a seed. The seed is the goal. And by writing it down every single day and seeing yourself achieving that goal, you are watering that seed. And through repetition, sooner or later, you're going to see that seed turn into what? A plant. Through repetition, you're going to see that goal start to turn into a reality. You're going to start seeing things unfold. And how does that exactly happen? Well, number one, if you are focusing on your goal every single day, you will attract creative ideas to help you move in that direction. Number two, you will attract opportunities that will help you move in that direction. Number three, you will attract a person or people to help you move in that direction. It's an action reaction from the universe. When your actions is based on what? Confusion, scarcity, and lack, the reaction is more of that. When your action is based on order and clarity and faith, an expectation, then what is the reaction from that? 
Creativity. Because that's what creativity is based on. It's based on order. Creativity doesn't come from confusion. It comes from a person who's relaxed. They're calm. They're focused. They're poised. You can't do that if you don't train yourself to be that way in the first place. Now, unfortunately, we, we don't learn that from a young age. We got to learn this as, as adults. And that can be challenging. Absolutely. But you, you, you got to do this. There's no question. And I don't think it takes that long. I just think if you're very consistent, and very consistent means 90% of the time you're doing what I'm telling you to do, you will get results. There's no question. But if it's like 20% of the time you're doing what I'm telling you to do, yeah, no wonder nothing's working. I mean, you really got to be consistent with this. And I would make it a ritual. That's why, I, that's why I call it success activities. These are activities that will help you move in the direction of what you want. That, that activity of gratitude, that's the emotional part. The activity of writing down the goal, that's the clarity part. Where am I going? What am I focusing on? Very, very important. Now, what would be another success activity? The night before you go to sleep, you should write out the action steps you're taking the next day. That would be another success activity. Why is that? Because when you go to sleep already knowing what you're doing the next day, you don't wake up feeling overwhelmed or with anxiety. Why do people wake up confused, filled with anxiety? I don't know what I'm doing today. You know, I started off the right way. I meditated. I had my coffee. I did some affirmations. But then all of a sudden, everything went out the window and I was confused. Why? Because they don't know what they're doing. They didn't write it down. See, when you write it down, your mind works as a, as a it's like a goal-seeking uh, organism, right? So when you give your mind a, here's the task that we're doing tomorrow, here are the tasks that we are doing tomorrow, your mind's like, oh, okay, got it. So when you wake up in the morning, your mind's like, oh yeah, this is what we're doing today. That's why I said, you're not your mind, you have a mind. It's like a vehicle. The vehicle is not the engine. It has an engine. The vehicle is made up of parts, right? Tires and axles and brakes, seats and wheels and engines and lights and all this other stuff. That's what makes up the vehicle. It's the same thing with you. You have a mind. You have a hand. You have a body. You have legs. You have hearts. You have organs. You have a brain. But none of that is actually you. That's why you have to understand how to get in control of these things. Okay? And the way you do that is by doing things in a certain way. The certain way is through order. Organization. You need to be organized. You need to have some type of rituals. You need to be reinforcing clarity into your life. That's why I said gratitude, writing down the goals, reviewing the six things you're going to do tomorrow to move in the direction of your goal. So when you wake up in the morning, you know what you're already doing. Now, these other success activities um, are going to be based on what your goal is. So if your goal is, let's say, to launch a business, it's very simple. What's the action you're taking tomorrow to launch the business? And this is a good question because I've gone through this with countless clients already. Sometimes I, I remember I had a client. Uh, he had a goal of, of going back to school. Well, he'd been wanting to go back to school for years until I asked him, I said, hey, uh, so your goal is to get into the school and get certified, correct? Yes. Okay. So what are you doing right now to do that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And then he took some steps finally. Listen, I know this is simple and basic. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to insult your intelligence. 
what I am addressing is something that is, I think, the biggest frustration in you and myself and everybody else in this world. We know what we should be doing, but we seem to not be doing it at a level we know we could. We know we could do better. We know our potential is infinite. We know we have greatness. We know we bring a lot to the table of life, but for some reason, we're not doing it. And I'm laying out the steps to help you make that happen. So let's go back and review this. It starts with knowing exactly what you want, your truth. Your truth is what you truly desire. Your truth is not your children's. Your truth is not society. Your truth is not your parents. It's not your culture. It's not your community. It's not your religion. Your truth is what you truly desire in your heart of hearts. There's a reason why you have a dream in here, because that's exactly who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. That's exactly what it is. Why else would you have the dream if that's not what you're supposed to be doing? That's why when you're doing everything opposite of that dream, it doesn't feel good, does it? It feels like you're grinding out life. It feels like you're struggling. It feels like you're just barely hanging on, just trying to survive. It feels like you're forcing and banging your head against the wall all because you're just not doing what you truly want to do. Well, once you get clear on what that is, then you need to commit emotionally, not commit logically, not rationally, but emotionally. Am I really prepared to trade my life for this idea? Am I really ready to commit myself emotionally, spiritually, physically to the achievement of this goal? And how do you know that? Well, you get obsessed about it. You go all in. And I gave you guys something that I coach my clients through all the time. I told you it's hard to do that if you are lacking forgiveness. Like if your goal is a financial one, but you have a terrible relationship with money because you haven't forgiven your friends or your family or whoever else screwed you over when it came to money, your chances of earning that money are slim. And if you do earn that money, as soon as it comes in, it's going out. I know this because that happened to me countless times. Money is energy, okay? It happens because you are providing a service or a product, and people pay you for that product and service. But people can pay you for the product and service all day long, but once that money hits the bank account, it could easily go out, and then you still don't have any money left over. Why? Because you have a bad relationship with money. That's why forgiveness is so important. People talk about how tough relationships are today. They can't seem to find the person that they really uh, love or they would enjoy their time with. Yeah, because it's you. It's not them. It's you. Have you forgiven? Have you dealt with your baggage? Are you still walking around with these negative beliefs about the opposite sex? Are you still walking around telling yourself, oh, it's too hard to find a good person. It's too hard to find a good man. It's too hard to find a good woman. If that's all you're saying and that's how you feel, then that's what you get. That's just the bottom line. I'm going to keep it right there. Now, let's keep moving on. Once you address the forgiveness part, then you clean up your energy. And you start to become who you really are. You start to really lean in. That this dream in your mind is just not a dream anymore. It's your life. It's going to happen. It's going to be a reality because you start to emotionally believe it because you made space for that belief. You no longer have contradicting beliefs. You're no longer ho holding on to the past. 
You're now living in the present moment, preparing yourself for the future. Now, let's move to the action. You got to start doing things in a certain way every single day. You got to have order in your life. My mentor, Bob Proctor, he said, heaven's first law is order. Now, whether you believe there's a heaven or not, the universe's first law is order. Everything in this universe operates in an orderly fashion. The planets, the solar system, the galaxy, the sun, the moon, the atmosphere, the seasons, it, the animal kingdom. It operates in an orderly fashion. It's not chaos. It's not all over the place. It happens perfectly. Well, your objective here is to get your life aligned in that way. You need to have some level of structure. I'm not telling you to be a robot, act like you're in the military. What I am saying is you need to take control of yourself. You need to take control of what you think about. You need to take control of how you start your day. You need to take control of how you finish your day. You have to control the things that you can only control, and that is yourself. That's, you know that's a fact. There's no disputing that. You say, well, you know, I got to wake up early if I'm going to start my day. I'm just so tired. Listen, that doesn't mean you can't wake up early. Well, you know, I, I have the kids and you know, aren't you the parent? Isn't it your house, your schedule, your environment? Aren't you the commander in chief? You got to act like one. You cannot allow excuses, opinions, and bitches, gripes, and complaints to tell you why you can't do what you want to do. If you want to operate your family in a certain way, you should be able to do that. If you want to operate your business in a certain way, you should be able to do that. If you want to operate your life in an orderly fashion, you have the ability to do that. But it starts with you accepting that responsibility, that it's only on you. It's nobody else. It's you. The economy is not the reason why you're tired and you're busy and you never have time. Your family is not the reason why you never have time. Your friends are not the reason why you never have time because you have time to get on social media. You have time to scroll on YouTube. And you also have time to talk to people you know you shouldn't be talking to. You know you have time because you sit and you sit at your desk and you do things, you know, oh, I could have did this in 10 minutes, but I've been sitting here for an hour. So we all have the same amount of time. It's priorities is, is what we're talking about. That's the issue. That's why I say success activities should be based on priorities. What's the, what's the highest priority that if I execute this, this makes today a very successful day. If I do this, this is going to help me move closer to my goal. That is what priorities are all about. And if you cannot prioritize and there's no structure or order, it's going to be very hard to take the right actions and put yourself in a position to um, receive what you want. Most of the time when people come to me and they want me to mentor them, they're doing way too much. They're doing everything except the things that would actually help them achieve their goal. Now, I do affirmations, I do my gratitude lists, I write down my goal, I do meditation, but all of that stuff does not take five hours. 
Sometimes I have people who are like, yeah, you know, I wake up and I spend three hours doing all this. Three hours? You don't need three hours to do meditation and gratitude. Like, who told you that? Don't you want to have time to do the things you really want to do? Right? I believe that all I need to do is write down my gratitude list, write down my goal, do my visualization, play some relaxing music, do that all within 15 minutes, and it's going to happen for me quickly, easily, and fun. That's exactly how my life has been. I did, did the same thing with my business. I want my business to be simple. I just want to do a podcast. Then I want to cut up the clips and post the podcast. And then I want people to see those clips. And then they're going to go to the link in my bio. And then they're, they're going to schedule a call. And then I'm going to talk to them on the phone. And then it's going to be a great fit. And then I'm going to mentor them. And then they're going to win. It's that simple. Why do we complicate things? Because that's how we're conditioned. We're conditioned to complicate things. But success is not complicated. It's simple. The universe is not complicated. It's simple. Which means your life can be simple. You can be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. It starts with a choice to take control of you, your life, your environment. So I gave you the practical steps to take as far as your success activities are concerned. And if you are listening right now, I want to hear from you. Based on the goal that you have for yourself, if you do have one, what is one action step you know you should be taking that you'll commit to taking tomorrow? Excuse me. Let me say that again. For the individuals who are watching and you know what your goal is, what is the one action step you're going to take tomorrow that's going to help you move in that direction? I want you to comment that below this video in the chat and I'm going to read them because now we're going to get into your questions. Uh, let's see. Let's bring the questions on the screen here. There we go. Oh, I almost knocked my camera over. There we go. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Uh, here we go. Here's a, we always get at least one troll, uh, do a backflip. If you're really about it, tough guy, love it. Uh, let's see here. Can revision cause delusion? If I visualize growing up with another family and my memories distort it. That's a great question. I guess what's the purpose of you doing the revision exactly? Uh, Tati says, life is a ball of emotions. Humans always feel until we are dead. Uh, let's see here. I feel like when I'm manifesting something, I'm so desperate to get it that I can't see red flags and end up in dangerous situations. Right. So, Jennifer, what's something you can do based on what I said today is write out the polar opposite in a gratitude statement. I am so grateful that it's easy for me to manifest what I want. I'm so grateful that I manifest things that put me in positive situations. The subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. It will only accept what you hand over to it with the feeling of emotion and repetition. And it ain't me saying this. This is Napoleon Hill saying this. 
And this goes back to the book, Think and Grow Rich. And what I just said is written in multiple chapters, okay? Multiple chapters. Let's start with one chapter here, chapter 13, called The Brain, on page 303 in my book. The subconscious mind is the sending station of your conscious mind, through which vibrations of thought are broadcasted. Meaning what you accept in your subconscious mind is the energy that's being that's being sent out. And like I said, it there's an action reaction. What you give is what you receive. The energy you send out is what you get back. Now he's got another chapter here called the subconscious mind. He says there are no toll gates between your subconscious mind and infinite intelligence. The communication costs nothing except patience, faith, persistence, understanding, and a sincere desire to communicate in the first place. That's really good. Now, let's back up here to another section. Uh, Let's see here. Here we go. Your subconscious mind is more vulnerable to influence by the repetition of thoughts that are mixed with emotion than by those thoughts that are that are originate solely um, in your conscious mind. Meaning just because you think about something that doesn't mean anything is when you emotionally get involved with it and you repeat it constantly is when it starts to become something. There is much evidence to support this theory that only emotionalized thoughts have any action influence upon the subconscious mind. It is a well-known fact that emotion rules the majority of people. If this is true, that the subconscious mind responds more quickly to emotions and is absolutely influenced by thoughts that are mixed well with emotion, it is essential to become familiar with the most important of these emotions. And that's why I gave you guys gratitude is one of the powerful emotions. Love is a powerful emotion. The subconscious mind will not remain idle. If you fail to plant desires in your subconscious mind, it will feed upon the thoughts which reach it as the result of your neglect. See, if you're not consciously doing what we talked about in these last three steps, then it's going to happen to you regardless, but in a negative way. The mind is always working. It always is on. So You either are in control or you're not. That's the way it works. Let's go to another chapter. I can keep going all day with this because he's written this in so many different chapters. Let's go to, let's go to my favorite one here. All right, here we go. Imagination. This would be uh, chapter six. Chapter six, he says, uh, or hold on, wrong page. Here we go. When you combine energy and matter with, uh, or how should I say this? Because I like paraphrasing what he writes a lot. Um. Actually, let me skip that because I'm going to keep this simple. I don't want to go into depth about anything. Let's just keep it simple here. Uh, Here we go. Let's go here. 
Plain, unemotional words do not influence your subconscious mind, meaning you will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts which have been well emotionalized with belief. Very simple. Very simple. And it just keeps going. I mean, he, he writes this in the faith chapter as well. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. It is a well-known fact that one comes finally to believe whatever one repeats to oneself, whether the statement be true or false. If you repeat a lie over and over and over again, you will eventually accept this lie as truth. Moreover, you will believe it to be true. You are who you are because of the dominating thoughts which you have mixed with emotion that occupy your mind. Thoughts which, which a person deliberately places in their mind and encourages with emotions constitute the motivating forces which direct and control their every movement, act, and deed. Thoughts which are mixed with any of the feelings of emotions constitutes a magnetic force which attracts from the vibrations of the ether other similar or related thoughts. A thought thus magnetized with emotion may be compared to a seed which, when planted in fertile soil, germinates, grows, and multiplies itself over and over and over again until that which was originally one small seed becomes countless millions of seeds of the same brand. Let's break this down in a very simple way at the bottom. He says, the information that I'm communicating here is easily conveyed this way. Any idea, plan, or purpose may be placed in the mind through repetition of thought. This is why you are asked to write out a statement of your major purpose, definite chief aim, and commit it to memory and repeat it day after day until the vibrations of these words have reached your subconscious mind. That's why I reckon that's why I recommend the uh, gratitude statement. Page 80. Repetition of affirmations of orders to your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith. All thoughts which have been emotionalized and mixed with faith begin immediately to translate themselves into their physical equivalent. Okay, I think I beat that uh, dead horse, right? There are so many ways that he breaks this down. All right, let's see here. I love your podcast. You're so passionate about your topics. There is a shortage of knowledge and self-worth. Uh, let's see here. Uh, get to your goal. Have you tried to focus on less and just doing more? What will help you? Uh, isn't the past. Well, that's why I think she asked you earlier. Uh, why don't you just let it go? You should listen to yesterday's podcast because we talk about forgiveness. All right. Alina writes, I've read a bunch of books on manifesting, but I'm scared that it won't work and I'll just waste my time and go insane. So I'll self-sabotage. Here's the thing about this whole word manifesting, right? Um, what is the difference between achieving success and manifesting? It's the exact same thing. This is the exact same thing. Manifesting is taking an idea in your mind and seeing it turn into a reality. That's what it is. Isn't that what achieving success is? You have an idea in your mind and then you see it happen. 
Isn't that what success is? What's failure? You see it in your mind, and then you see it happen. So this word manifesting has become such a buzzword, overused, and used in wrong ways that people literally don't understand it. It's nothing complicated. It's just another word for success. That's really what it is. And I believe people in the manifestation arena often overcomplicate this stuff. It is really simple. And I'll read it to you. I think this is one of the simple ways it's been put. Uh, this is in You Too Can Be Prosperous by Robert A. Russell, Chapter 7, Tuning In. He said, there are three things necessary for tuning in to what you want. Why? So you can see it turn into a reality. Number one, you got to have a clearly formulated idea. You got to see it in your mind. Well, all successful people do this. They see what they want to happen. Number two, a word pattern to impress it upon the subconscious mind via affirmation. Well, again, that's what successful people are doing. They're constantly telling themselves, I can do this. This can happen. Number three, faith to keep the idea growing, emotion. They're emotionally involved. They believe in it. They have faith. And then fourth, a fourth step technically would be they act on the ideas that they already have. And when they act, there's a reaction. That takes them in the direction they need to go. And sometimes that direction still doesn't look like you're going in the right direction because sometimes the action you must take will look like you're failing, but you're not failing. In fact, you may need to get rid of relationships. You may need to get fired. You may need your business to go out of business for you to wake up and see things from a different perspective that leads you to do what? Believe in things differently. Then you make different decisions and then the results change. All right. Uh, so you're definitely not going to waste your time. Let's see here. And the, here's the other thing. Uh, do you know why you're scared? You're scared because you're trying to do something you've never done before. Being scared is part of the process of success, is part of the process of manifesting, is part of the process of growth. In fact, if you're not scared, then you're probably not going in the right direction. Exactly. State the sentence again without saying, but. What I would do too, Alina, is put it in your gratitude list. I am so grateful. I am changing for the better. I am so grateful that I'm walking through my fears. You see, if you're scared that it won't work and it'll end up worse, the only way that it ends up worse is by you not doing anything. The greatest risk in life is to risk nothing. Let's see here. Research nonprofit organization startup. Perfect. To change my subconscious so that in my present reality, I can have healthy relationships. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I can only do that if I revise myself growing up differently. But I'm wondering if that would cause delusion. Um, I know what you're talking about. I, I it if if you're having trouble doing revision, then that's probably not what you should be doing. I would actually encourage you to schedule a call because to get into it, and I only have five minutes because I actually got to get to my coaching call after this. 
uh, with my clients. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think the results tell the story. I think you need help. I think you need to go to someone who knows what you're trying to accomplish and they could probably coach you through it. All right. It's not something you do. It's something that's already done. What you guys are looking to achieve and become, it's already done. You are this person already. It's like you wake up, you're like, I want to become the best, the best version of myself. Well, technically, you are the best version of yourself as of today. Aren't you better than you were a year ago? So you are the best version, but best, there is no limit to being best. It just keeps going, right? Why not just assume the identity that you are the best version of yourself now? Why do you keep acting like you're not? You are. Interesting concept. YouTube comments. Let me circle back for you guys. Uh, let's see here. Should we write out? Okay, I answer that. Forest Fires writes, I'm also going to be on a better vibration by giving off good energy and letting negative thoughts go. Love it. Question from Galaxy Big Bird. I decided to give day trading advice to someone who asked me about my profit results and how I do it. As soon as I shared my advice and felt really passionate about it, I immediately felt a heavy regret for a minute like I was being watched by an evil entity or something. What do you make of that? I don't know. Why do we have to make something of it? I think that's a better question. Why does that have to mean something? I wouldn't give any energy to that. The better question is, what are you focusing on? Is that what you're focused on? I wouldn't be focused on stuff like that. I don't see how that helps you get to where you want to go. So that's my stance on it. Just to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Step number one to getting what you want in your life is what thought? You got to see it first. Think your own truth, regardless of where you are today. Doesn't matter what happened up to this point. Doesn't matter what your results are currently today, because today is just a manifestation of your thinking in the past. So today you got to think about where you want to be. That's number one. Number two, you got to get emotion involved in that. You got to believe in it. Well, that ain't going to happen if you have conflicting beliefs, if you haven't forgiven, if you're still stuck in the past. Number three, there should be some non-negotiable activities you're taking every day. Gratitude, writing your goal down and visualizing. Uh, number three, I would say follow your intuition. Do things that feel good. Act on that inspired idea. And then simple questions like what, what action could I take today that would help me achieve my goal? What's just one action? And then do that. Why? Because success is that simple. It's not complicated. And that brings us to the end of this show. Okay, guys, we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. 
Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devori Darkens. Love you and take care.